America spends five to ten times more on health care than any other country in the world. Then why does America rank number 43 worldwide for longevity? Third world countries such as Cuba and Costa Rica rank higher than the U.S. So what's wrong with health care in America? This is what's wrong. Our $3 trillion healthcare industry is focused on disease management, while 70% of our planet relies on traditional indigenous medicine that is focused on health optimization. Learn how. Join Dr. Dan Royal on the show, The Royal Treatment, bringing you the latest information on the best of medicine, biotechnology, and pharmacology, as well as secrets from the past. These secrets have withstood the test of time and are being rediscovered today. In fact, indigenous healthcare practitioners are using them for the benefit of their patients who seek optimal health and wellness. Now, here is Dr. Dan Royal. Greetings, listeners. I am Dr. Dan Royal, just like the man said, and you are now listening to The Royal Treatment. Welcome if it's your first time, and welcome back if you are a repeat listener. For those of you who are listening to the first time, We are here to help empower you with information you can use to make better decisions. Why do you need to do that? Well, because if you're going to achieve optimum health and wellness, it is up to you, my friends. Why is this the case? Well, because as you may have learned through sad experience, your doctors cannot help you be healthy. This is because... This is a personal choice issue. It is not an insurance reimbursement issue. Our current healthcare system, if we can call it that, it's actually an oxymoron. It's a disease care system, is set up for sick care. So if you are looking for optimum health and wellness, you're going to have to look somewhere else. And that's why so many people are searching the internet for information. But guess what? There are organizations out there with alternative doctors who are here in this country to help you achieve your goals. I belong to some of those organizations over the years, such as the ACAM organization, which specializes in the training of physicians in chelation therapy. Medicine doesn't like to hear that word, but chelating agents are FDA-approved drugs, and they are designed to eliminate heavy metals that, in turn, cause heart disease. There's a whole cascade of events by which they cause heart disease, starting with hardening of the arteries or damage to the arteries, which the body tries to repair through the deposition of platelets. Cholesterol, calcium, giving us what we know today as plaque. But chelation therapy helps with that. That's the American College for the Advancement of Medicine. I've also been a member of the Great Lakes College for the Advancement of Medicine. But that has now changed. Actually, it's the Great Lakes College of Clinical Medicine, which is now ISOM, Integrated College for uh, Medicine. And these are physicians who are using products and treatment approaches other than drugs to help you in your quest for optimum health and wellness. And we're going to talk about some of the things you can do to achieve that on today's program. First, I'd like to thank some of our sponsors. First, the Turtle Healing Band Clinic. That's where I practice here in Las Vegas. That is a clinic that works with the Crow Nation in Montana. You may not know this, but we have 573 federally recognized Indian tribes in the United States. And each one of those tribes is a sovereign entity, just like a state. So we really have 50 states plus 573 Indian nations for a total of 623 states. 623 states. Think about that. We're associated with the Crow Nation, and we practice indigenous medicine, which includes all things alternative, holistic, complementary, etc., We'd also like to thank the First Nation Medical Board. First Nation Medical Board also works with the Crow Nation for the preservation, protection, and promotion of medical alternatives. First Nation Medical Board was set up to provide a place where alternative physicians can be licensed and their patients can become members to take advantage of those benefits. One of the benefits is 
an institutional review board. This is a non-interventional review board in the sense that we can do clinical studies, but we're interested in studying the things that are used in daily practice, even more so things that are used in combination because we're interested in what works for our patients, gathering data to justify and to document the effectiveness of these approaches. Typical IRB or an institutional review board is available only through hospitals, universities, medical schools. But ours is available for your medical alternative practitioners who are incorporating the practice of indigenous medicine, products and therapies in their practice. Typical IRB will assign patients to random groups. I'm in group A, you're in group B, and neither group knows what the other is getting. Or they'll give you placebo, like a rat. We don't do that with our patients, but that's what IRBs do. And there may be a crossover study where you get the placebo in the first half and the real drug in the second half, but we're not interested in proving drug indications or equipment that's FDA approved for a new usage. We're simply interested in documenting the effectiveness of what's already available and being used in the daily practice of our practitioners. Well, moving on, we always like to review what's going on in the world. And in the world that we're interested in, it's people who have died too young from diseases they shouldn't have had. We like to look at the life expectancy and how people are living up to that. Why do we do this? Well, life expectancy in the U.S. for a woman is about 81 years of age, and for a man, about 76, which means the average is about 78 and a half years of age. As before, we mentioned that some people are living much longer than that. In fact, the oldest person in the world recently died. This year, she was 129. She lived in Chechnya, near Russia. The person before her was 128, also lived in Chechnya, near Russia. What are they doing? Well, they're eating foods from their garden, fermented foods. They're eating foods with enzymes such as goat's milk and cows, unpasteurized, etc. We're going to talk about people who've died too young from diseases they shouldn't have locally and internationally when we come back from the break. I'm Dr. Dan Royal, and you, my friends, are listening to The Royal Treatment. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Can your own stem cells heal you? The miracle of life begins when an egg and a sperm unite. They form a single stem cell. Stem cells will keep dividing until directed by the body to become something else. Natural occurring stem cells can be found in all tissues of your body. Can your own stem cells help your body heal and repair itself? Find out more by calling Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. Dr. Royal has developed a unique patent-pending process for obtaining stem cells from your own blood. Stem cells can be concentrated, prepared, and delivered to areas where you need them most to repair old, damaged, and dying cells. Can your own stem cells help your body heal and repair itself? Are you a cancer patient in remission who needs rejuvenation for optimal health and wellness? Find out more by calling Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. Don't wait. Call today. That number again is 702-562-1454. Hi there, Leroy Marshall here to welcome you to our new world-famous Marshall Mint at the Reno Town Mall. You'll find gold and silver bars, the V&T Railroad, Wild Mustangs, and Angels of the Day medallions, one-of-a-kind estate jewelry, Morgan Dollars, Fashion Golden Quartz jewelry. See the Free Museum with precious stones and crystals from all over the world. The Marshall Mint, now open in Reno at the Reno Town Mall. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, We'll probably stay together. Probably? (laughs) It's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, Okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. 
Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. The nonprofit Reno Sparks Assistance League Thrift Shop offers quality merchandise, including a selection of women's and children's apparel and shoes, books for every age, baby clothes, accessories, sporting goods, toys, housewares, linens, home decor, and seasonal items and jewelry, all at affordable prices. Come in the shop, donate, or join this all-volunteer organization. Assistance League Thrift Shop, open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 4, at 1701 Vassar Street in Reno. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. We're back. I'm Dr. Dan Royal, and we have lots of interesting things to talk about. First on our list is people who died too young from diseases they shouldn't have had. Now, remember, life expectancy in the U.S. is declining. It's declined for three years in a row. During the years 2015, 16, 17, we're still reading the report for 2018, but rest assured, we have declined for four years in a row, which means, my friends, we have set a new record in the United States. We, as the leader of the free nations, should be leading the world in life expectancy and health, optimization, fitness, and all of that. But the reality is, not everybody feels the same way. Not everybody wants you to live as long as you can, but you do. And if you care, you better do something about it because there are many forces out there working against you and you're exposed to toxic minerals every day. We call them toxic minerals, but you can also call them pollution and heavy metals. It's in the air. It's in the water that you drink, the food that you eat. You can't get away from it. So what do you have to do? Well, every single day, whether you believe it or not, you need to invest in your health. You need to be proactive. And whether you believe it or not, you also need to be doing something every day to detoxify your body. Because we live in a polluted world and waiting for the hammer to fall, for someone to tell you that you have cancer or to have a heart attack and die from sudden death, which many people do, is probably not the way you need to be living your lives. That means that you're probably living in fear, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how to overcome your fear. Number one emotion in the world for making memories. Memories. I heard this recently at a conference where I attended. A neurosurgeon spoke on this very subject Number one emotion for making memories, fear. But I don't think that's necessarily the way you want to live your life. Number two emotion, anger. The number two emotion for making a memory. And number three, I know a lot of people are thinking love, but that's not something we can quantify. The number three emotion is joy. Certainly would like to have more joy, but the more powerful memories come from fear. So let's try to focus on number three. All right. Well, here's a list of people who died this last week here locally in Las Vegas where I live. Check your own obituaries in the areas where you live and see how they compare. We have a 41-year-old man who served at the Nevada Supreme Court for 19 years. He passed away, 41 years of age. 59-year-old man who was on dialysis and passed away after he courageously fought a sudden illness, probably was in a weakened condition from kidney disease, or it could have been from the surgical procedure. Number three cause of death in the United States, drugs and medical mistakes. 250,000 Americans dead every year because of medicine, conventional medicine, our sick care disease management system. How many people are dying from alternative medicine? Zero. But it's constantly under scrutiny. Why? Well, because it provides an alternative, an option for the patients. And there are certain forces out there that don't want you to have options. 
They don't want you to have choice. And eventually, if they don't get their way, they start to use force, as we're seeing in some of the states like California and New York, where they are now forcing parents to vaccinate their children under penalty being charged with a crime for failure to do so. We have a 60-year-old woman, a former United States Air Force staff sergeant and U.S. postal worker who passed away from cancer. 61-year-old man who died one day before his birthday unexpectedly due to sudden heart failure. 66-year-old woman who passed away and was survived by her husband of 41 years and her cat, Max. 66-year-old man, a various casino and automotive employee, passed away. 70-year-old man, a realtor who worked for AAA, passed away from cancer. We have a 72-year-old woman, an incredibly gifted artist, a gardener who passed away, a 73-year-old man who was a former MP in the United States Army and special agent for the FBI, passed away. 73-year-old man who owned an insurance company died after a decade-long battle with Parkinson's disease. We have a 73-year-old man who handled security for the Hard Rock and created a VIP company, passed away. 73-year-old man, a professor of English at UNLV, passed away from cancer. A 76-year-old man who worked in the neon sign industry where he started by sweeping the floors, died. 70-year-old woman, a family therapist who passed away after she experienced a massive heart attack. It only takes one, my friends. Not everybody's lucky enough to survive a heart attack. 79-year-old man, a police officer and security guard, passed away. Now let's look at notable celebrity deaths around the globe, people who died this last week. Again, these are people who died recently from diseases they shouldn't have had from an age they were too early to die at. They did not reach their life expectancy. Mike Thalassidis, English-born Cypriot soccer player and reality show personality, died at 26 years of age from suicide by hanging. Now, you're going to hear that some people died by suicide, but what we never hear is, what were the drugs that they were taking? Because what do drugs do? Well, if you're taking antidepressants, they can cause you to commit suicide. So that's the first question we have to ask. We never ask enough questions. But the first question is, what drugs was he taking? Yulia Nakolova, Russian singer, actress, and television presenter, died at 38 years of age from cerebral edema, or swelling of the brain. Jim Raymond, South Carolina dentist and America reality television contestant, died at 42 years of age from an undisclosed cause. Ezequiel Santiago, American politician and member of the Connecticut House of Representatives, died at 45 years of age from a heart attack. Jake Phelps, American skateboarder and editor of Thrasher Magazine, died at 56 years of age from an undisclosed cause. Andrea Pollock, German swimmer and Olympic champion in 1976 and 1980, died at 57 years of age from pancreatic cancer. Beryl Dedioglu, Turkish politician and minister of European Union Affairs and academician, died at 57 years of age from a brain hemorrhage or stroke. Alan Kruger, American Princeton economist and former Obama advisor, died at 58 years of age from suicide. What drugs was he taking? We don't know. We're never told because that is physician-patient confidentiality. Farachi Pralasai, Thai diplomat, died at 58 years of age from myelodysplastic syndrome, which is bone marrow disease. Lam Jones, American sprinter, 1976 Olympic champion, and professional football player died at 68 years of age from myeloma. Myeloma, a type of cancer. Sundar Lal Tiwari, Indian politician in the Madhya Pradesh Legislative Assembly, died at 61 years of age from a heart attack. John Kilzer, an American singer and songwriter minister, died at 62 years of age from suicide by hanging. What drugs was he taking? We don't know. Danny Cousteau. English rock guitarist died at 63 years of age from pneumonia and liver infection. Vera Bila, Czech singer, died at 64 years of age from a heart attack. Dave Hood, American politician and member of the Florida House of Representatives, died at 64 years of age from brain cancer. 
Charlie Whiting, British motorsports director and Formula One race director, died at 66 years of age from a pulmonary embolism. That's a clot in his lungs. That usually comes from another source of clotting. Usually lower down your legs, so be careful of that. Charlie Whiting, British, oh, we just mentioned him. Now let's moving on. Peter Wong, Man Kong, Hong Kong shipping magnet and politician, died at 70 years of age from an undisclosed illness. John Bardo, American educator and president of Wichita State University, died at 70 years of age from lung disease. Doesn't specify, could have been COPD, which is a broad category, also said to be the number three cause of disease in this country. Could have been emphysema or it could have been cancer. Paul Hutchins, British tennis player, died at 73 years of age from amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Antonio Honorio, Brazilian soccer player and manager, died at 75 years of age from a heart attack. Ghazali Jafar, Filipino militant and politician, speaker of the Bangsamoro Parliament, died at 75 years of age from kidney failure. Joe Fafard, Canadian sculptor, died at 76 years of age from stomach cancer. Edmund Capon, British-born Australian art historian and curator, died at 78 years of age from melanoma, a type of skin cancer. And finally, Barbara Hammer, American filmmaker, died at 79 years of age from ovarian cancer. So as you can see, the causes of death are various, and they're not always mentioned. We don't get all the details, but the bottom line is people are dying too young from diseases they shouldn't have had. Please, my friends, don't let this happen to you and do what we have already recommended earlier in the program. Invest in your health every single day. And there are many things that you can do to do this, including getting a good night's rest including being mindful of what you take into your body, getting exercise, taking supplements, and do take time to detoxify every day. Drink adequate water. And again, sleep is important here as well because that's where your liver does detoxification. Maybe perhaps get to be more alkaline. Do coffee treatment, etc. I'm Dr. Dan Roy. You're listening to The Royal Treatment. We're going to take a short break, but we'll be back. Stay with us. Targeting cancer cells with DMSO reduces the need for full-dose chemotherapy by up to 90% because DMSO targets cancer cells, not healthy cells. Research demonstrates that DMSO, also known as dimethyl sulfoxide, has an affinity for cancer cells, which also allows DMSO to enter them even when DMSO is carrying chemo drugs. Could low-dose chemo with DMSO be the answer you've been searching for? Find out more by calling Dr. Dan Royal at 702 562-1454. When low-dose chemo is combined with DMSO or insulin, it's called potentiation therapy. This is because the cancer-killing power they create together is much greater than when they're administered separately. Are you a cancer patient who wants more than disease management? Could low-dose chemo help you achieve optimal health and wellness? Call Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454 to see if you qualify for low-dose chemo. That's 702-562-1454. You've heard of Candelaria's Mexican restaurants. Well, there's more to Candelaria's than just Mexican for lunch and dinner. Now at the Reno location, Candelaria's is open for your favorite American breakfast and lunch. Located at 180 West Peckham in the Reno Town Mall Annex, Candelaria's is serving breakfast starting at 6 a.m. And for lunch, mix and match your Mexican and American favorites for the best of both worlds. Come to Candelaria's today. Carry out and delivery is also available. Just call 449-5502 to place your order today. Another Monday, another season. Out to lunch, Mondays at noon on 1180 KCKQ, America Matters. Number one in Reno for community radio. I'm Deidre, your host. Do you have something interesting going on that you want to talk about? Speak up and be heard. I've had tax attorneys, bands, artists, fundraisers, authors, elks, doctors, lawyers, and Indian chiefs. 
anyone interesting with something going on can come be on the show. Let the community know all about it. Do you have something interesting or a charitable event going on? Mondays at noon, Out to Lunch on America Matters, 1180 KCKQ, also streaming live and podcasted on americamatters.us. That's also where you can contact me, Deidre, at americamatters.us. Or you can find me at the Elbow Room, Wednesday through Fridays, 2002 Victorian Avenue in Sparks. Call 358-6700. Out to Lunch with Deidre, Mondays at noon, 1180 AM, KCKQ, America Matters, streaming live on americamatters.us. Number one in Reno Community Radio. The Assistance League Thrift Shop at 1701 Vassar in Reno supports programs for children, seniors, veterans, and sexual assault victims. This nonprofit thrift shop sells clothing, housewares, small appliances, and furnishings, all donated by members of our community. Their all-volunteer membership is on hand from 10 to 4, Monday through Saturday. Check their website at www.renosparks.assistanceleague.org. Help your community by shopping, donating, or joining Assistance League. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. We're back to the show, and I'm glad to be back, aren't you? We're now in the third quarter of our show, and during this third quarter, I want to talk a little bit about my patients and some of the things that we have done for them and you can do for yourself to feel better during the fourth quarter i'm going to talk a little bit about emotions memories and how we can use them to our advantage for optimal health and wellness so i had a patient in my office yesterday she had developed over the weekend actually overnight joint swelling and pain in her shoulders her hands her ankles we did not know the cause but we did do some blood work Got the blood work back this morning, and guess what? There was nothing wrong with her. Everything looked to be perfectly in order. None of her inflammatory markers were elevated. Now, when I say inflammatory markers, we look at uh, the rheumatoid factor. We look at sed rate. Those are typically elevated. Well, sed rate is in arthritic conditions, and, of course, rheumatoid factor is associated with rheumatoid arthritis. And we also check the CRP. C-reactive protein is a general marker of inflammation. It's a very interesting story, CRP. That is a protein that was found elevated in pneumococcus or a type of pneumonia where the bacteria was present. That's where we get the C from. C-reactive protein is produced by the liver in response to macrophages that have increased in activity. Macrophages increase in activity, those are your... Well, phagocytes, so to speak, that attack and uh, eliminate foreign invaders. And when the CRP is elevated, you have a problem. That means you have an acute infection. You're going to see it very high in that situation. So I've had patients in my office, for example, that had strep throat or we thought they had strep throat. It didn't particularly look like it when I looked in the throat. Sometimes it will look red and angry. And of course, it's very painful. But when we did the blood test, guess what? CRP is off the chart. So we know they have acute infection, very likely to be bacterial. And that confirms the diagnosis and justifies the use of antibiotics in those situations, which by the way are more Uh, rare than common. Mostly when people are suffering, it is from viral illnesses, it is from allergies or some other source. It's not, everything is not always bacterial and everything does not always respond to an antibiotic, but that's how conventional medicine treats it. Once in a while, they get lucky because it is bacterial, such as in strep throat. But what else is CRP associated with? Do you know? Great trivia question. CRP is commonly ordered as a means of screening for cardiovascular disease. That's right, heart disease. Something's going on with your heart and CRP will be elevated. You can have cancer and CRP will not be elevated. This last week I had a couple of patients who had elevated CRP. Now one of them actually has a type of 
cancer in her eye. At least that's what she was told by the ophthalmologist, although we call it squamous cell carcinoma, which is related to the skin. And then we had another patient who has multiple sclerosis. He's had that for 30 years. Both of them had an elevated CRP. Now, it was not in relation to acute infection, but it could have been in relation to some type of heart condition. In their case, we did a very simple treatment. We used a combination of a plasma field and a pulsing electromagnetic field. That helps to increase the charge in the cells. It helps to stimulate macrophage production, which may already be increased if the CRP is elevated to fight foreign invaders, which could be virus, it could be cancer, or something else. What was interesting to note in these two patients is that after two or three treatments, the CRP completely normalized. I say that's very interesting because I have a patient who has an elevated CRP that we have not been able to lower despite anything and everything else that we've done. So she's a little bit of an enigma, but she's currently undergoing the combination plasma field with pulsing electromagnetic field, and we'll find out tomorrow how she's doing. Anyway, back to the patient who came in with the joints that were swollen and painful. Her lab work was completely normal, except when you looked a little closer and you take the white blood cells and you multiply them by the percentage of lymphocytes, guess what? She was immune deficient. That's right, your total lymphocytes should be greater than 1,200 cells per cubic millimeter. 1,200. If it's under 1,200, you're now immune deficient. This became very popular in diagnosing or part of diagnosing AIDS patients. But obviously, we see this in patients who do not have AIDS. So if you're under 1,200 total lymphocytes, according to your complete blood cell count, then you have a medical diagnosis. And we're in need of doing some treatment. Something needs to be done to stimulate your immune function. Now, I just mentioned one thing that could be done. That's the combination of pulsing electromagnetic field and plasma field. We know now from patients that we are treating that this is occurring, that active Epstein-Barr virus titers are decreasing, that immune deficiency is correcting, and macrophages, the white blood cells we need to recognize and eliminate foreign invaders, are increasing. That's one approach. Uh, the other is using something like GC-MAF. This is an injectable, and this is available from Dr. Yamamoto in Japan. GC-MAF is something the body should be producing, again, to stimulate macrophage production, but it is neutralized by what? We've talked about this many times on the program. It is neutralized by... Nagalase. Nagalase is an enzyme produced by enzymes, I'm sorry, produced by viruses in cancer to inhibit the production of GCMAF and thereby stimulate macrophage production. There's only one lab in the country that checks for it, but it's very important to know. I just had a patient. We got his lab work back. He has a nodule in his lungs, but it's not definitive on the x-ray as to what it is. And his lab work, his local lab work, is normal, including his CEA, or carcinoembryonic antigen, that is associated with lung cancer and colon cancer. However, his Epstein-Barr virus titer is elevated and active. What do we know about Epstein-Barr? Well, we know that it is a cancer-causing virus. His nagalase is elevated, probably produced by the virus, and his AMAS, or cancer antibody test, is highly elevated. Now, the AMAS test is very important because it can be predictive up to a year and a half, whether you have cancer or not. His question to me was, doesn't this indicate that my body is fighting cancer? And I responded by saying, yes, your body's making antibodies against something that shouldn't be there. And so, we're going to start treating him more aggressively now having a much higher index of suspicion that he has active cancer. But there are also some oral products you can take. So, for example, regarding the patient whose blood work came back, 
for the joints that were swollen and painful, but had no inflammatory markers, only immune deficiency, I recommended she take some olive or olive extract. Scientists in Europe discovered that a key component in extra virgin olive oil called hydroxytyrosol has great healing power. A doctor, Dr. Nicholas Pericone, explained that olive oil polyphenols are important antioxidants, natural anti-inflammatories found in highest concentrations in extra virgin olive oil. They are essential to an anti-inflammatory diet. One of the most important components of olive oil is the hydroxytyrosol, extremely rare, highly potent polyphenol. Hydroxytyrosol can actually slow the aging process in the skin by stabilizing the part of the cell known as the cell plasma membranes. Now, the type of olive extract that we use also contains triterpenes. There was a 2000 study where it summarized the value of triterpenes. Oleanolic acid, mesalinic acid, uveol, and erythrodiol. I know you can't pronounce all those, but those are the main terpenes present in olives, olive tree leaves, and virgin olive oil. The concentration of virgin olive oil depends on the quality of the olive oil, obviously, and the variety of the olive tree. These Triterpenes are described to present different properties such as anti-tumoral or anti-cancer activity, cardioprotective or heart protective activity, anti-inflammatory activity, and antioxidant protection. Olive oil triterpenes are a natural source of antioxidants that could be useful compounds for the prevention of multiple diseases related to cell oxidative damage. So we're going to take a very simple approach with this patient and have her take one capsule twice a day for a month and return and recheck her CBC to see if she's still immune deficient, which I doubt that she will be. What's very interesting is that she has a grandson, a one-year-old grandson, that also presented the same time, but with different symptoms. He presented with a rash. They thought it was measles. Of course, it was not. If you have measles, you're also going to have lesions on the inside of your mouth. But he had a rash that was confined to his arms and his legs. It was hives. It was an allergic type reaction. And I treated them both the same, even though they reacted differently. I gave them both a homeopathic medicine, which you could probably only get from your homeopathic provider because it was Apis 200C. You may not be able to find that high potency in the health food store, but Apis is the honeybee, and we use it for urticaria or hives. I'm Dr. Dan Roy. You're listening to The Royal Treatment. We're going to continue our discussion when we come back from the break because we have lots more to talk about for your health and well-being. Stay with after forming all the organs and body components necessary for human life, stem cells disappear, right? No! Stem cells are present in all of us just waiting for an opportunity to regenerate organs, joints, ligaments, muscles, and other body tissues they originally formed. Dr. Dan Royal has developed a unique patent-pending process for obtaining stem cells from your own blood. Stem cells can be concentrated, prepared, and delivered to areas where you need them most to repair old, damaged, and dying cells. Can your own stem cells help rejuvenate your body? To find out, call Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. Your own naturally occurring stem cells are the ultimate anti-aging treatment. They can be used to improve facial appearance and hair growth, as well as for aches, pains, and other conditions. Could your own stem cells help you achieve optimal health and wellness? Find out by calling Dr. Royal at 702-562-1454. Don't wait. Call today. That number again is 702-562-1454. This is Clarence Collins, producer of Keith Gallagher Jr.'s music and a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Tune in every Sunday at 1.30 p.m. and Tuesdays at 4.30 p.m. to hear Keith's music on the Music Path Show. Hi there. Hi there yourself. You look great. Well, I went to see Dr. Richard and he helped me get off the booze and drugs. He even helped me get my cord stuff straightened out. My uncle told me he saw him too and he has something called EMDR. It uses light wave therapy to help with PTSD, weight loss, anxiety, addiction, anger, and other stuff too. In just eight sessions, my uncle got rid of his PTSD after years of suffering. You won't believe this. He has that new social security program called SOAR. It's 
it's aimed at folks with addiction, alcohol, mental health, and homelessness. I hear folks are getting benefits and housing within 101 days. Yep, that's right. Folks should call Dr. Richard today at 775-683-1108. The first appointment's free. Call 775-683-1108 or visit his website at docrichard.weebly.com. And you can catch him every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. right here on this station. Call Dr. Richard today, 775-683-1108. And don't be up anymore. The all-volunteer nonprofit assistance league, Reno Sparks, is working to improve lives in Washoe County. Annually, they provide new clothes and grooming essentials to over 3,000 children through Operation School Bell. Students in Transition addresses needs of homeless teens. Find out more by visiting their website, renosparks.assistanceleague.org. These activities are funded by Assistant League Thrift Shop at 1701 Vassar Street. Open 10 to 4, Monday through Saturday. Teens in foster care will love you, even if you don't know the lingo. Dad bod. Now. The result of the occasional donut always washed down with confidence. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Visit adoptuskids.org. To find out what's hot and happening, join Lady J for Smooth Jazz Tutop. Join me Saturdays, 10 to noon, here on America Matters. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775 237 2266. Now back to the show. We're back, my friends. I'm Dr. Dan Royal, and you are listening to The Royal Treatment. Before the break, we were talking about a couple of patients that have been exposed to something over the weekend and presented to my office yesterday. I treated them the same, some type of allergic reaction or exposure. What might that have been? Well, they have cats in the house, uh, but they're all used to the cats. That's not it. They don't spray pesticides in the house. Always a bad idea if you have children crawling around the floor. Why? Because pesticides, insecticides, herbicides, whatever you're using, they get absorbed through your skin. Not a good idea. They get deposited in the fat areas of the body where because the body is, well, frankly, trying to keep you alive and keeping them away from vital organs. But they can be deposited in the brain, and you can have some serious problems because... That's also a highly concentrated area of fat. In this case, they watched someone's dog over the weekend. We don't know what the dog had been treated with. It could have been treated with flea powder or bathed with something that was a chemical they reacted to when they petted the dog. I just throw that out there for your information so you can get the epilogue to the story. By the way, if you have a question for me, you can always email me at droyal at royalmedicalclinic.com. That's D as in Daniel Royal, R-O-Y-A-L at royalmedicalclinic, all one word, dot com. Remember, if we use your question on the air, we will give you a free bottle of RBC Blend. That's a $100 value, depending on where you live, including shipping. Recently had a practitioner ordered a dozen of those bottles for his patients. Why did he do this? Well, I now have a handout that explains what RBC Blend can do for you. It summarizes some of the studies, things that I talked about in a recent lecture I gave in regards to stem cells because RBC Blend helps increase your circulating stem cells in the peripheral blood. You can find this handout if you're interested by going to First Nation Medical Board. That's all one word, firstnationmedicalboard.com. They have a store there, and you can purchase handouts such as RBC Blend, as well as handouts on Meyer Therapy, what I consider to be the best weight loss therapy in the world because it's focused on improving the size, shape, function of your gut. In other words, making you look and feel better and healthier, improving your body size and shape while helping you lose weight in the process. This is what I do when I want to get into shape, and it works every time. And if you're healthy enough, you can combine it with exercise and supersize your results. If you want to reach me here at the clinic, the number here is 702-562-1454. That's 702-562-1454. And ask for Rona. She's our front office administrator, R-O-N-A, Rona. All right, we want to talk about emotions. Early in the program, I mentioned that there are three emotions which help to form memories. The most powerful is fear. The second most powerful is anger. And the third is 
joy. Most people, and I'm sure you probably agree with me, are living in fear constantly, day and night, fear of failure, fear of the government, fear of disease, and so forth. But we shouldn't be in fear. We should live our lives in faith or looking forward with a positive attitude and seeking to do good. I found the best way to deal with our fears is to address them. So, for example, I play the piano. I also play the organ, but I took lessons for several years. One of the things I loved to do was to practice the piano. One of the things I hated to do was to perform in front of an audience. Over the years, I have forced myself to do that in order to overcome the fear. And as a result, I'm better and more comfortable doing it, but that would never have happened if I hadn't have faced my fears. And that's a simple example, and you can do the same thing. Now, we want to talk about an emotion I did not mention in those three, but it's one that everybody brings up when we ask the question, what's the most powerful emotion to make a memory? They say love. And guess what? Love is something we can't quantify. So let's talk about that. From a medical standpoint, evidence-based medicine has caught the power of love in action and has documented and proven that it does not only encompass the realm of our emotions, but our physical health as well. Now, as we start this discussion, let's first look at the other side of love, or the lack thereof, referring to negative emotions, such as loneliness, depression, isolation, and many others that cause someone to feel bad. Usually, these are the kinds of emotions that may completely drain one's energy from within. They also emit powerful effects into the different aspects of our being. Here's what studies have shown about love, or the lack thereof. Being lonely, number one, being lonely, depressed, and isolated increases three to ten times the chance of premature deaths. We talk about that early in the program and every single week. People dying too young from diseases they shouldn't have had. Number two. Mortality increases almost up to 15% in people who are depressed six months after having a heart attack. I have a patient who is 35, and she's had two heart attacks, and the last one almost killed her. They've now put in a pacemaker and a defibrillator. We are going to be treating her, but I told her then, and she related to her doctor who responded appropriately, that she had a subclinical magnesium deficiency. Why do we think this? Well, she doesn't have a blockage. She ends up with a spasm of her coronary arteries. There are a couple things that can help with spasms. Actually, there's three things, three of the main minerals in our body, calcium, magnesium, potassium. We recommend in her case that she use magnesium. The doctor didn't want to give it to her because the local lab work said she was fine, which is a joke, because subclinical magnesium manifests at the lymphocytic or blood intracellular level, not in the plasma floating around in the blood. He treated her, and she improved, and she went home, and she has recovered. But the point is, you can have a problem that blood will not diagnose, and your physician, believe it or not, has to use his acumen, his intuition, his medical experience to know that this is a problem based upon your clinical symptoms of something such as a mineral deficiency. I had a patient in my office yesterday. She's been on a type of blood pressure medicine called clonidine for years. She uses it for anxiety. And if she doesn't take it, she has restless legs and can't get to sleep. Well, I finally talked her into replacing it with, believe it or not, a homeopathic called Callie Foss. It's an anti-anxiety type homeopathic. And whenever she felt anxious, she took it and she was able to stop taking the clonidine. But that didn't necessarily solve the restless leg problem. How did we solve that? We had her take the liquid calcium, liquid calcium. Now, I'm talking, it's a, it's a nanoparticle, almost homeopathic, but it's a nanoparticle and in liquid. And when she was in the office yesterday, she told me that her leg cramping, her leg restlessness that she'd been having the past couple of nights had completely stopped. How did we do this? All natural products. Califos, a homeopathic, and liquid calcium in a nanoparticle form. All right, getting back to the studies, number three, an above-average score in loneliness is correlated to a significantly lower functioning immune system. 
I mentioned earlier, we have seen immune deficiency patients in our office, and we've been able to correct them, but you have to know how to diagnosis, diagnose it when looking at the CBC, or complete blood count. Number four, HIV-positive patients who were depressed had more than double the mortality rate than those who had a more positive outlook. That's double. That's 100% increased chance of dying because you have a negative attitude due to having a diagnosis of HIV positive. That doesn't mean you have AIDS. That doesn't mean it's active. Just a diagnosis alone causes them to be depressed and die. Number five, a study was done on 1,400 men and women who underwent angiography, an imaging technique to visualize the arteries, as you probably know, with at least one vessel that is severely blocked. They were followed up after five years and showed results that the unmarried subjects and those without close confidence were three times more likely to die than those with a strong support system. I guess it pays to have a significant other or to be married. And if you don't have that, then get a pet. Well, as the saying goes, love will save the day. And in this case, it will not only save you a day, but it will save you a lifetime. And independent of, independent of any other factors, there were fewer heart artery blockages on angiography for those who felt loved and supported. That's one study on the positive side. Number two, second study was conducted on volunteers who were given the strain of the rhinovirus through nasal drops. All were found to be infected, but not all got sick. With those that had the most loving relationships, they were, there were four times fewer signs and symptoms of a cold that was noted. Third study, independent of diet, smoking, family history, and other risk factors, subjects who felt the most loved and supported by their spouse had the least amount of heart blockages. Imagine that. Love and emotion that could be affecting your heart. We often talk about the heart as being the center of emotion, but love is a powerful emotion, as we can see from the things we've just talked about, but it is not the end-all and be-all of a healthy you. Remember, there are other things you can do. Diet, exercise, lifestyle changes are still part of the equation to complete the cornerstones of your optimal health and well-being. So, let's start practicing being more positive, being more loving, a little more kinder to the people in our lives. There's a great Russian folklore story I would like to tell, but we don't have time. Perhaps we'll talk about it next week. But it is about a wicked, wicked woman. And you can find the story in one of the best longtime reads of all time, Brothers Kamarazov. It was written in the 1800s, 19th century literature that was written by Fyodor Dostoevsky. I'm Dr. Dan Roy. You've been listening to The Royal Treatment. We'll be back next week with another exciting show. And until then, my friends, you be well. <laughs>